0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Podcast Open Mic. I'm your host, Lorenzo, and this is episode number 83. And I have in the studio Chris Kemp-White. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah. And um, so you uh, were in a band that had one of my favorite. That was actually the very last Monkeys episode.
1: That's right. The Frodus Caper. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was in the Froduscaper from around '99 t- or 2000, uh, right up until 2008, where it sort of morphed into Hotel Arrival and other subsequent bands. Oh, okay. Uh, but I still have collaborate with the uh, the other guys who are in the band: Dave Ragsdale, Joe Boucher, oh, I Chad Walms, yeah, Steve Hodgkins. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, great bunch of musicians.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what? Uh What are you involved in right now?
1: Um, Mostly I'm doing a lot of solo work. Uh, In 2016, I released a four-song demo, which is my first. uh, Even though I've written songs for as long as I've been playing music, it was my first time kind of getting out there just as Chris White or Chris Kemp White. Um, And then I did a two-song release with a little boutique record company out of... um, Brooklyn called least of all also that year and I'm working on a full-length album now
0: great yeah so when did you uh, start playing obviously back in the 90s but before that yeah
1: yeah um uh, I my first band was my freshman year of high school and uh with uh Andy Ellis who was a singer for the Lomax um right here locally uh, and I've been in bands ever since then, so that would have been in 1989, and then I've been in bands off and on around the Portland area for 25 years uh-huh.
0: or so. Yeah. So you've yeah. seen it all.
1: Seen it all. I've been there, man. So <laughs> what
0: did you love growing up?
1: Oh, man. Um, you know, it's funny. My parents listened to a lot of folk, um, You know, Peter, Paul, and Mary, Simon, and Garfunkel, Cat Stevens, who remains one of my all-time favorite songwriters, um and then i have two older siblings and they were into pop radio so i grew up listening to 80s pop new wave stuff i feel like that's sort of my bedrock of influence for what i do now um and then got into punk rock in high school so a lot of my high school bands were punk rock bands yeah, yeah a lot of misfits uh, dead kennedys um and uh strangely i don't do anything like that now
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hope we get older.
1: Yeah, we yeah. do.
0: <laughs> so, uh so tell me about what you're doing now. Um
1: well, I uh I'm um I consider myself a singer-songwriter. When I go out and play, it's just me and an acoustic guitar. Um but at home when I'm writing, arranging and recording, it tends to be little fuller uh, with percussion and lead guitar parts and a lot of harmonies and so forth. I'm mm-hmm. totally DIY and uh, I do it all myself ah. um, including the percussion not very well and that's just where computers really come in handy and keyboards again not very well which is where computers come in really handy. Um, and then I also play bass in a cover band called Cat House, and that's that's my social life. Oh. You know, that's my my buddies that I go hang out with, and we play out. Oh, and the summers were pretty busy, once a month, but we slow it slow down in the winter time. So you all
0: self taught? All these? Uh...
1: Um, I took piano lessons for about six years when I was a kid, and I took about one year of guitar lessons, uh, and then by then I was in high school and. I started playing with other people. I played in jazz band a little bit in high school. So Mm -hmm. I've had a lot of, um, I've got a lot of pointers along the way. Uh, and mostly what I've sought to do is sort of, um, learn what my heroes do a little bit, learn those songs that I love. And then those become our influences and all of those sort of coalesce into, you know, an individual sound. Sure. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I I think one of my, uh, Favorite quotes is from Ray Davies, saying, there's only 12 notes, basically, right. you know, so you know, what can you do that's totally new?
1: Yeah, the idea of original music is sort yeah. of silly, and, you know, and sometimes, you know, you hear it all the time. Some band will get called out and said, oh, well, they just sound like so-and-so, and, uh, you know, an example is I think when Coldplay first came around, everybody said, oh, they just sound like Radiohead. Like, well, they probably listened to all the same bands growing up, sure. you know, so it, You know, I mean, they're not really guilty of anything but being from the same place at the same time. Yeah. Um, And so, and that's just how music is. There's no stealing, there's just paying homage.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, tell me about the the song we're going to play.
1: This is a new song, um, just released uh, just just after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving week, um, as a matter of fact. Uh, it's called They Can't Undo This Love, and it's about uh, my wife, my family, um, and what's that? what that's done for me um, as far as bringing me some happiness and some some stability to my life.
0: Okay, and and they can't is in parentheses, which is yeah, always great. I, lo- I, love, <laughs> I love that in the song title.
1: And, you know, my wife asks me, you know, who's they? <laughs> you know, Well, you know, them. Yeah. You know, the ones, you know, trying to undo stuff.
0: <laughs> well, great. So we're going to play the uh, CD because you're you're not feeling 100%.
1: Yeah, I brought a guitar, but I wasn't sure I quite had it in me to, to bust out. I'm a little, a little.
0: Yeah, and this is what we're hearing on the radio right now. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Let me press a button here.
1: All right.
2: If I can lie beside you at the end of the day, and I can stand behind you as you're making your way, there'll be no mistaking what we have done. This life that we're making can't be undone. i
0: And we're back. So that, that took you about how long to record.
1: You know, it's uh, recording happens pretty quickly for me these days, thankfully, because I used to really labor over it. Um, and uh, I have for for those recordists out there, I'm going to talk about a little bit of the technical stuff here. Um, I used Pro Tools for a long time, which is sort of the studio staple of what you're going to see in most places, people using. And and it really allows you to manipulate music to perfection, essentially, I mean, in terms of pitch and rhythm and so forth. But I found I was getting lost in the weeds a little bit, and uh, it removed a lot of the um, creativity and the spontaneity from the process. So I started recording everything in GarageBand which comes free with any Apple computer. Right. Um, And it's a super powerful digital studio. I mean, in terms of, you know, what you would get in a studio today, it has most everything you can do, but it has a really simple workflow. Um, So I can write a song, and what I'll usually do is um, I'll take a new song, track a rough guitar vocal part, and then go back through and lay down all the other tracks. So that one altogether four hours max. Wow. Um, and I've been doing it for a while, so I work pretty quickly. Um, and a song like that 10 years ago in Pro Tools would have taken me 12 or 24 hours a long time.
0: And you have the kind of personality where you would tweak it to do Oh, yeah. It. Yeah,
1: okay. absolutely. I am a perfectionist, but I've learned to let a lot of that go. Also, I have two small kids um, mm-hmm. at home. They're eight and four, and they're wonderful. Um, but it also means that I don't have a lot of time to work with, so I really gotta like sneak a little time. It's you know in the evenings after they go to bed, uh, if I'm not too tired, which I usually am, um, or if I can get like an hour on the weekend. So I really have to maximize my time, and some things I just learn to let go of. You know, don't have time, just whoop, good enough, and and, and move from there. So, uh, but yeah, it's really incredible what um, digital recording can let us do. Yeah, these days, um, I. You know, I don't own all of the instruments that I play in my recordings. You know, the keyboards, the percussion, and the so forth. I mean, it's all programmed; it's all digital. I'm playing it, but it's, you know, it's not in a studio with a drum set or a Mm -hmm. piano and so forth. So, really, opens up a lot of creativity, creative possibilities, which is nice.
0: So, you seeing any uh, any uh, musical prodigies in your kids there?
1: Yeah. Definitely, they're very musical, huh. very very musical. Um, you know, from an early age, my son Aaron, who's older, he's eight, uh, fascinated with sound and music. Um, he's taking piano lessons now, uh, which we're really excited about. And then Alice, who's four, is a little songwriter. She's always just singing, walking around the house, making up her own songs and singing. And then she learns songs at school and comes home and sings them for us. And she's doing a little bit of piano with my with my wife, huh. um, just a little bit. But yeah, definitely, I think music
0: is going to be big for them. So I'm I'm waiting till they're old enough to start the White Family Band. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, if anyone wanted to get a hold of uh, some Chris Kemp White material, where would they go?
1: Oh man, so many places. Uh, straight to my website, chriskempwhite dot um, CD Baby. Uh, to buy CDs and then everything I release is available streaming on Spotify Apple Music, Amazon Music Deezer um, gosh there's a whole bunch of other ones I'm sure I'm forgetting but whatever your favorite streaming service is except Pandora <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> which I think is pretty typical um, and I've got some shows coming up okay Yeah. please plug away yeah, awesome I would love to uh, so I'm playing December 13th, Friday the 13th, at Elements in Biddeford, which is a very cool spot. Um, on I'm doing a couple holiday things. Uh, I'll be at Highland Lake Church on December 22nd. In the morning, and the evening, I'll be at Saco Parish Church. And that's doing more sort of solo guitar, a um, little bit of holiday stuff. I'm at... Um, Falmouth Congregational Church has a monthly coffee house. I'll be there January tenth, and then I'm at Blue with Bree Lane on February twenty first.
0: Great! Yeah. And when you play uh, out, do you like to mix in covers or just strictly? Yeah,
1: I do. Um, I have a few favorites, um, and I always kind of go back to my '80s new wave roots. So I love to do uh, Tears for Fears. Um, there's a little sneak a little minute work in there. Aha. Uh, I just it's an opportunity for me to play my favorite songs and then uh, my very good friend John Lawson will be joining me in the next few gigs. He plays upright bass, guitar, um, mandolin. He said he's going to bring a viola. I haven't heard it yet, but I, I let him do what he wants to do. It's always good. Yeah, so it's really good to have somebody keep me company up there and fill out the sound a bit. Men
0: at Work are highly underrated. I, mean, I they're, know, they're, right?
1: They're songs are so great. Great songs, great singer, and I, you know, I think Colin Hay has got has, has made a bit of a name for himself now as a solo yeah. artist. You know, but I think people go see him and they want to hear the Men at
0: Work. Too, so. Right, right. <laughs> I think he's playing with Ringo's band at the moment. He is. Yeah, I think That's he's great. part of the All Star Band.
1: They're coming yeah. near here, yeah. I think. Yeah, that'll be pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So great. Uh, so, anything else you want to do? Uh,
1: uh, thanks for enjoy? having me. No, oh, it's very pleasure. cool and super cool to meet you. It's great to be back at WMPG. It's been a while. So, uh, and uh, I'm a big fan.
0: Uh, I listen all the time. Well, great. Well, thanks for coming. Thank you. And when you release the album, please come back. I will. Okay. And uh, if you have something you want to contribute, uh, show the world. Get in touch with me at podcastopenmic, that's MIC, at gmail.com. This is Lorenzo, and we'll talk again soon.